So uh, this morning going to be a bit of a vision Sunday, a reminder of why Missio Day Church exists. Uh, it may not be um, some of the reasons that uh, you find yourself coming to Missio Day Church. Uh, I realize nobody, I don't think, really joins a church because of a mission statement or a purpose statement. It's usually someone uh, who has invited that person. Um, but they're inviting you to something, some kind of organization, some kind of body uh, that has a purpose, that has a vision, that has something they're trying to accomplish. Uh, and so this is uh, why we are here um, to talk about this morning. Um, it's, uh, it's something that if we don't see, uh, sadly, I think significant progress towards our mission and purpose, uh, we may not get to be here um, very much longer. Um, and so just wanted to put that, um, that reality before us, um, the, the illusion of 2023 before us, that uh, if, if we don't see uh, God do some major things, then uh, we may not get to be out here and doing what we're doing um, and doing more than what we've been doing um, for um, much longer. Um, and we can talk, I can talk to you off, off stage in detail about what that might mean. Um, but I wanted to remind us this morning of why, why we're out here to see um, if we're all moving in the same direction, moving in the same, uh, on the same page. Uh, one of the things that I think is, um, I don't know what to call this, but um, I wanted to remind us that we are, we're a church plant. Um, often when I have conversations with people about how the church is doing and how things are going, um, I say, well, we, we had kind of the blessing and the curse of getting this space, uh, this building that we meet in. Um, typically, church plants, which are new church starts, uh, have to be setting up, tearing down. They're in mobile places. Um, they have to have lots of teams to do that kind of stuff. We've been blessed with this space that's set up for us um, day in and day out. Uh, and so we can show up and, and have church. Um, there's some moving parts around that, that we have people serving and volunteering in, and we're so grateful for that. Um, but with that convenience, uh, sometimes we lose the sense of, uh, of urgency, um, of being a church plant, of being a church startup, and uh, kind of that grind of, of what we're here to do. Um, and we, to my, uh, my credit or my fault, uh, decided to do that, to just meet in this space and, and have church. And so we started having church. Um, and I, I believe uh, we've had some God-honoring services Sunday in and Sunday out. Um, but it hasn't operated quite like a church plant. Um, God has uh, surprised us in the past uh, with blessings in 2020 and 2021. Uh, financial blessings that uh, we did not know were coming, and so those were sustaining gifts that uh, that we uh, received and were able to uh, keep us moving forward. Uh, we did not receive uh, that kind of blessing in 2022, uh, and so that has brought our reality a little more into focus um, for me and the, the urgency upon our ministry. Uh, not to say that he won't bless us again in that way. He can do that. Um, but we've got work to do um, either way, right? And so our mission, as you probably know, uh, is to enjoy and extend the grace of God together. This is what we're here to do, uh, to learn to see all of life as grace, the good, the bad, the highs, the lows. There are opportunities to respond in faith and become more like Christ. And so that's grace towards us. 
uh, whether it's a trial or a blessing, it's God's grace towards us, an opportunity to become more like Jesus. Uh, how do we know when we've accomplished our mission? That's where our vision comes in. Our vision is this preferred outcome, right? It's the after picture of our mission field. What do we want things to look like? What does God want things to look like once we've uh, completed our mission, if we're effective in our mission? Uh, our vision is very simple. You know me, I like to simplify statements as much as possible. Uh, so our vision statement, boiled down, is in Rose Hill as it is in heaven. Uh, this is an adaptation of the Lord's Prayer. Jesus prays in Matthew and in Luke. Uh, he prays to God the Father, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Our desired outcome for our church lines up with this prayer for the world, right? But specifically for us, where we are, God's kingdom come and his will be done in Rose Hill as it is in heaven. Um, we enjoy and extend the grace of God together. To what end? Until God's kingdom has come and his will is done in Rose Hill as it is in heaven. If we effectively execute our mission, our community will look more like God's kingdom. As lives are transformed, as people trust in Jesus by faith, he gives them new life, they'll start living kingdom lives. And uh, their homes, their streets, their neighborhoods, their workplaces, their schools, their communities will better reflect the kingdom of God. We'll see the kingdom manifested among us. That's our prayer day in and day out, that the kingdom of God will be manifest in our lives. Uh, why is this our target? Why is this the preferred outcome? Uh, because this is what Jesus is on mission to do. Uh, let's look at Colossians 1, verses 15 through 20. Uh, I realize I have not given you much time to turn there, but it will be on the screen, and I'll read it um, aloud here. Colossians 1, verses 15 through 20. <clears throat> Speaking of Christ, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by Him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through Him and for Him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, and that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Jesus is first in everything. All things were created through him and for for him, he is the head of the church, and the fullness of God dwells in him, and the Father is reconciling all things to himself through Jesus the Son. This is why we don't simply get to just enjoy the grace of God, right? We always remind ourselves, we aren't just supposed to enjoy the grace of God. We are to extend the grace of God. We must extend the grace of God to others, because God is on mission to reconcile to himself all things. And he reconciles them on the basis of Jesus' death on the cross, right? By his death, we have peace with God. And so that's the reconciling, reconciling things to the Lord who've been separated by brokenness and sin. And Jesus, his death, has paid the price. And so peace with God is possible because of Jesus' sacrifice. And so that reconciliation happens, and God is on mission to reconcile to himself all things. The Bible calls us ministers of this reconciliation. This is what we have been called to as Christians, not just paid or professional ministers, not just vocational ministers, all of us. 
all believers have been given the ministry of reconciliation because this is the Father's mission for us. To bear his image, to bear his fruit, and to proclaim his message, the message of Jesus, so that he can reconcile all things to himself. To zoom, on the, zoom in on this a little closer or tighter, we enjoy and extend the grace of God together through our three core values, kingdom, family, and mission. <clears throat> Hopefully this rings a bell. It may not. If not, that's okay. That's why we have Vision Sundays. Uh, we seek God's kingdom, we build God's family, and we share God's mission. We seek God's kingdom because Jesus said to seek first the kingdom of God. So we want to see the kingdom manifested in our lives, relationships, our workplaces, etc. We want to seek first the kingdom. We take this vision statement and we personalize it. We get hyper-local, hyper-specific, personally, individually. To seek God's kingdom in my life then, I don't just say in Rose Hill as it is in heaven. I say in my life as it is in heaven. In my family as it is in heaven. In my home as it is in heaven. On my street as it is in heaven. In my neighborhood as it is in heaven, in my workplace, as it is in heaven, in my school, in my co-op, on my play dates, in my marriage, etc., etc., as it is in heaven. And we're looking at every aspect of our lives and aligning it with the kingdom of God, surrendering every corner to the reign of Jesus, considering how would things be, look like, feel, sound, etc., if they were all in line with God's design for them, right? This is the reign and rule of Jesus. This is seeking God's kingdom. Secondly, we build God's family. This has a little bit of a double meaning. We want both strengthening or building up disciples and seeing God add to the family when we say build the family. Uh, Our main focus with this value is the strengthening of disciples, strengthening of believers. We'll see more of the adding to the family in the third value. At Missio Day Church here, we strengthen disciples corporately. Through Bible study and community groups, Christians are called to grow in Jesus. So individually, we pursue a relationship with Him, and together we grow in Him. This is building God's family. Like the cells of a body, healthy cells make a healthy body. Healthy and strong believers make healthy and strong churches. So if we're not building the body, we're not growing in Christ as individuals, and then together, as brothers and sisters in Christ, then the body, the local body, will not be strong and healthy either. Finally, we share in God's mission. This also has a bit of a double meaning. As it pertains to sharing in God's mission through service, exercising our gifts for His glory, and sharing God's mission, the gospel, with others. This mission to reconcile all things, uh, we share in that mission by proclaiming the message of Jesus proclaiming the good news. These three values align with the three relationships every believer needs to be growing in. One, our value value of kingdom lines up with our relationship with our king. How is our relationship with our king between you as an individual and your God? Two, our value of family lines up with our relationships with other Christians. We should be growing in our faith and with other Christians, growing towards Christ together in community. The Bible speaks to this. And three, our value of mission lines up with our relationship with people who are far from God, those who don't yet know Jesus, right? The lost, those who don't believe. Um, Our relationships with God, with others, and with the lost, other Christians and with others. Those three relationships 
need to always be evaluated as we grow towards Christ. And so each of our values uh, line up with one of those relationships. As we begin another calendar year, another year of joining God in his mission of reconciliation, here are some ways that I think we can keep pursuing or further pursue these values uh, here at Missio Day. The first one, growing and multiplying community groups. Um, this brings more people into community, and we work to strengthen and deepen that community with one another. Um, doesn't always have to happen in that meeting on Friday night or whatever night your group meets. Uh, but those relationships through those groups allow us to strengthen our relationships with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And so we want to see that ministry grow, right? Uh, we want to bring others into that community. Uh, something new that uh, a sister church in Cyprus does, and I thought um, that's something that uh, I think we could handle and I think would be good for us, uh, is Fifth Sunday Potlucks. Fifth Sunday Potlucks. More opportunities for growing together and fellowship, and breaking bread, um, and enjoying some good food, right? Uh, and so our fifth Sunday potlucks um, would happen in the months of January, this month as a fifth Sunday, April, July, October, and December. Uh, so it's a little more than quarterly, but fifth Sunday potlucks where we come and uh, would hang around uh, afterwards and enjoy lunch here um, on campus. Uh, the next one, and these are not in any particular order, so if you think these are ranked or something, they're, they're not. They're just, uh, they're just uh, a list of things that uh, I believe God has, has called us to prioritize. Uh, the next one is, is outreach in general. Um, this includes both sharing our faith, and so being more intentional about um, looking at this as a church, um, praying this direction as individuals and as a church, um, thinking of names, praying for names, uh, training ourselves in faith sharing and witnessing evangelism, uh, engaging those who are far from the Lord, uh, who have yet to believe. Uh, it also includes uh, renewal-driven mission, this idea of meeting needs, kind of mercy ministry in our area. Uh, I think for us, this is continued support of uh, Moses Closet. Um, some of you... I don't think we're here when we did this. It's been a couple years, uh, maybe three years. Um, we kind of did a, you know, pray and, and think what is, what is a burden on your heart kind of uh, with, our, with our people. Um, the kind of point is to see if, if God had burdened our church with a specific area of need in our community. And it wasn't 100% uh, unanimous, but there was uh, a, a clear burden, a consensus amongst us. Uh, for uh, adoption and foster and uh, the fatherless. Um, and so that was kind of a direction we headed in. We have some natural avenues, connections with those ministries um, because of uh, families in our own church. Um, and so that was something that we kind of targeted. It doesn't mean that's our only ministry that we, we seek to engage in. Uh, it's not the only need we're trying to, to meet in Rose Hill, uh, but it's something that we, we know we already have people passionate about, and we already have uh, ministries that we are assisting with that. Um, and so that's why we do so much with Moses Closet. Um, one that I keep coming back to and still trying to figure out how we can crack this uh, is uh, ESL classes here on our campus. Um, through my relationships at Rose Hill Elementary, 
Um, I, I see that those families are in our community, whether they have to come here for school or whether they're around. Um, I've seen how um, prolific that ministry is at our previous church, uh, and there's several other churches in the area that do these classes. It's free ESL classes as a way to uh, just to minister, to meet a need in the area, uh, to be a blessing, and uh, to build relationships with others. And so uh, we don't have the personnel to start that, um, and so that's one of our challenges, uh, probably our main challenge. Um, but if you would be thinking about that and praying about that, um, if that's something that interests you, um, that's something I think that, that we can pursue uh, to be a blessing in our community. Um, and then think of other ideas. If you have things, this is something that's been a little bit tricky in Rose Hill. Um, there aren't a lot of tangible or visible needs um, that are easy to, to kind of attack as a church. Uh, we know people are hurting. We know people are broken. Um, and we want to minister to those places and to those people. Um, and mostly for us, that's just going to be individual or family to family. Um, but as a church, what are some of those needs that we can identify in our community and, and address as a church? Um, and so that's something we're always praying about and looking for, um, that renewal-driven mission. Uh, to do these things, uh, to become a, a self-sustaining church family, uh, we have to do a lot of things. A lot of things have to fall into to place. Um, the things that we need to be obedient about is praying, seeking the Lord, um, and going back to do two key things that, uh, that I've done a terrible job at. And so uh, I need to revisit those as leader and pastor. Um, I'm asking you to join me in these efforts to whatever degree you can. Uh, but that's to recruit more laborers and to raise more funds. Um, we Honestly, we started with not a big enough team out here. Um, and again, we just kind of, the, the tail started wagging the dog a little bit. Um, but we need more infrastructure, more laborers, um, those who will join us in the work that we're called to do. Um, and then, you know, love it or not, things cost money. And so uh, we need to raise more support. Um, that comes from uh, tithing people within the church, and we have a generous congregation, um, just not a big enough congregation to be self-sustaining. And so we rely on outside support, uh, and we need to grow our inside support through more people. Um, that understand uh, generosity in that way. Uh, and so I'm asking if you will join me in praying for these things, thinking about these things. Uh, think of families, uh, of people that you can talk to and recruit. Um, I worry, this is my personality, that sometimes that this may not be happening because people say, well, I, I, I don't think anyone would be interested in joining in this ministry or joining this mission. Um, and so if there's something that you think we lack that was keeping you from, from inviting people to join us in the work, uh, let, me, let me know. Let's talk about that, that what, what can be changed um, so that we, people can come and, and, and that you would invite them to join us in this. Uh, it's a hard thing. Um, the people who understand that starting a church is hard work, uh, and that's why many people are not interested in coming to a church plant, because they know it's not just show up and uh, observe and participate and go home. Um, everybody is, is on all hands on deck. Uh, everybody's serving in some way. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot to do. And so uh, we're aware of that. We need people who understand that, who are, uh, who are on board with that. 
Um, I praise God that the team that came out here uh, with me understood that and has been all in um, since we came out here, um, knowing that it's a hard work, knowing that it's a, a, uh, it's a life of sacrifice, it's a ministry of sacrifice, um, and so we need more people like that. And so pray that God would burden others with that burden um, and that we would recognize those folks and invite them into the, the ministry as well. Um, looking at holding some sort of uh, kind of vision casting fundraising event. Um, people who may come and, and may not join us in the work, but will say, uh, I'd like to support that work um, from afar. <laughs> That's fine too. Uh, and so be praying for people that might show up to something like that, hear our vision, or our, uh, our plans for our church, for our ministry out here in Rose Hill. Um, I really believe um, that God's not done. Um, almost made it, the whole message. <clears throat> I don't believe that God's done with us out here. Um, ever since we've driven past this facility, this campus, all I've seen is potential for ministry. Um, and so uh, I believe God's not done <laughs> with it. I also believe that if it's not us, it'll be someone else. Um, and that's to his glory. Um, selfishly, I want to be a part of that. <clears throat> Maybe that's part of the problem. But I think it'd be really cool to be a part of what God could do in renewing this campus, this area. Um, I don't have it this morning, but one of the things I'd like to share with people is show them how many houses are being built around us. Um, and just that, that scripture of uh, the fields are ripe for harvest, but the laborers are few. Um, there's a neighborhood being built across the street. Um, two, one, two, three neighborhoods have been built on this side since we've come out here. There's another one or two on Mushki. They're just, they're everywhere. Um, people, people, people. And yes, some of them will be believers, but most of them will not be. Uh, and so we want to see the gospel transform these people. Um, we want to see the gospel change their lives, and we want to be a part of that. Uh, so, if you would, join me in praying to that, to that end. Um, join me in working to that end. Um, tell, give, talk to me. Give me feedback. Tell me things that, uh, can we do this, or have we tried this, have we thought about this? Um, I'm not always the best at receiving criticism, but don't let that stop you. Uh, that's something that God's working on in me, so... Um, <clears throat> I am. I am thankful for the church that he's given us, um, for the people who are here, um, who love the Lord and love each other. Uh, we hear that from people who, uh, who visit with us, people who, who come in. Um, it's a sweet, sweet spirit in our church, and uh, we just want to share that with others. We want to be effective with that in reaching the lost, not just loving one another and enjoying the grace of God but extending it to others around us as well. So anyway, uh, that's Vision Sunday. Reminders and recaps and announcements. Um, more specific things may come into light as we move forward. Again, a lot of the things that um, I think that we want to do or try to do is, you know, some of it, maybe I'm imagining these limitations, but uh, I think we just we need to grow our, grow our team and grow our family. Um, Continue to love one another. 
uh, as we have been. We do that very well. It's awesome. Um, but we need, to, we need to share that love with, with other people and see more people come into that family. So uh, let's pray, and uh, we'll continue on with our service. <clears throat> God, thank you, for, um, thank you for the opportunity just to, to join in the ministry of reconciliation. Your missio day, God, your mission to reconcile all things to yourself. May that be on the forefront of our hearts and minds as, as to what you've called us to do. Why are we here? Why are we still here? If we've trusted in you, we know where we're going when this life is over. Why are we still on this earth? It's to participate in the ministry of reconciliation. And so, God, I pray that you would uh, equip us, build us to that end, that you would um, show us uh, people, families, names, places, um, Show us brokenness around us that we can minister to. Um, God, things that, that you've placed on our hearts as individuals, as a church. Um, darkness that you've called us to shine light into. Um, God, that we would um, grow closer to you as individuals, as families, as a church. Uh, but also, God, that we would, we would reach out and, and draw others in, pull others in. Um, we know that it's you who, who saves, you who calls, um, but God, you use us. You use us to proclaim that message, uh, to extend the invitation, to arrange the meeting. Um, and so God, find us faithful in that. Uh, I thank you for, uh, for this congregation, these families, uh, those who couldn't be with us this morning and those who are. God, for their support, their love of you, their love of the church. Um, and God, just their faithfulness to live for you and honor you. Uh, I pray, God, that you would give us um, just opportunities to, to see um, the work that you have planned for this area, that it would be your kingdom come, your will be done in Rose Hill as it is in heaven. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.